Purification week, we are so grateful. Truly, we need to be purified, need to be sanctified, consecrated, prune and purge. It should prune and purge us, it should sanctify and consecrate us, it should refine and purify us. And for God's work, it should take away every ungodly desires and unclean desires and holy desires. And evil desires, evil desires, unholy desires, impure desires, lustful desires, fleshly desires, material desires, worldly desires. Now mm. you prune and purge us, refine and pray for us, consecrate and sanctify us. You should give us a desire. The Holy Spirit should cut our soul and give us a desire. That will be a desire of God. The Bible says in Proverbs 26, verse 
9 say my soul will desire the lord for god in the night and my spirit will seek him early prayer god should give us a desire our soul the holy spirit cut our soul and give us a desire and a hunger that will be the greatest of all anger which is worship to worship our lord because through worship is given by revelation where we know who god is begin to magnify and begin to lift his name blessing to worship that's why they say to worship worship god in spirit and truth because to worship come by revelation where we know god properly know who he is begin to magnify him begin to exalt his name he gave a praise give honor yes that's why we read colossians 4 said by for by him were all things we created that are in heaven and that are in earth visible and visible whether they be true or dominion or principality or powers all things were created by him and for him for all things by him all to consist is the head of the body of the church who is the beginning the first born from the, the all things may have preeminence have preeminence although your supremacy your incomparability or oh, about your sovereignty will love you will serve you will be our god even unto death will be our guide our shield and our buckler for our everything we thank you for your spirit holy spirit so when it come you go for me go for you the word thank you give us praise we pray that holy spirit take control of our hearts and our minds and let jesus be glorified we are in the week purification week we talk about the holy spirit week again and uh, you will teach us who he is and we need the holy spirit more is going to give us the comforter that will be with us he is the comforter is the spirit of truth yes yes it's called the spirit of revelation yes in the name of jesus holy spirit holy spirit forgive us yes 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 he talks to us as we say that the holy spirit is not an active force as uh, one of the Occultic religious group such as the over witness want us to believe. Now, it's what one of the three persons in the Trinity. Why is the word the third personality of the Godhead? As a person, when I say he has a body like people on this earth, as a person, all that we are seeing that he possesses basic human characteristics, and this basic human of the Holy Spirit are called special what qualities, and these special qualities go beyond. the ordinary human intelligence and wisdom they are supernatural hallelujah for instance the ability to speak and go to act of the 13 from one to six that we see that the bible said and the church at antioch we have some prophets and teachers just such as what barnabas we have for simon which is called nija lisa serene a man who so brought by, by with a tetrarch herod the tetrarch i was there as the minister and a was fasted the holy spirit said separate me barnabas and saul for the work after them when we go to acts chapter 8 mm, 29 i was always we spoke to what philip to get near to ethiopia and go get to the uh, the chariots and then uh, he should talk to him come to john john 16 13 how be it when the spirit of truth is come He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of himself. Whatever he hears, speak. He will see you things to come. He will glorify me. That's why you glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit is to glorify the word. The Lord glorify me. He comes to Acts chapter 10, 19 and to 20. Bible said Peter went to the house of to pray. 
I'm 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 not reading from the Bible, so I'm paraphrasing. Which I want to do, I stop to pray. I would say after prayer, it went into trance and saw a vessel not like shit. You see four animals, while be a forfeited is a crippled thing and bad bed. And Bible said it issue issue a Holy Spirit said to him, you should take it. He said it unclean. He just said the Lord just the Spirit said, What have clean? You are saying unclean. When he came out of the trance, we were thinking about it, doubting. The Holy Spirit said, You should not doubt anything. Two people are waiting for him. That was where colonials and people receive what? The, 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 what? The new birth experience. Hallelujah. Matthew 10, 19, 20. So when you deliver to the council, think on how and what you, you see. The Holy Spirit will give you what you see. The Holy Spirit from the, the Spirit of God from the Father will speak to you people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you see, He can speak. He can talk to us. My prayer that God, Holy Spirit will, teach, will talk to you. In the name of Jesus, will talk to all of us. We need Him. We need Him more and more. We need Him more, more and more. He's everything, everything, everything. Now today we want to see who He is in the Bible as usual. And then we'll continue from there. Um, who He is in the Bible himself. Based on the New Testament, in the Old Testament, New Testament, the New Testament, I will start from again. Let's see from Acts. It's the Acts, it will go small again. I don't know. Acts. I said in Acts, it's called what? The promise. The promise. The promise. And Jesus. Then I'm still paraphrasing. So if you read the Bible, you can say Acts chapter two. From 31 down, say Jesus, who you have crucified, the Father have raised, now seated at the right hand of the throne of God, exalted, every seed of the, from the Father, seed of the Father, the promise of the Holy Spirit is here, and you see here, hallelujah, see here, and then it's, it's also called the gift of what? The gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of God to us. I don't know why, why, why people refuse something the Lord Jesus Christ, the whole Son of God died for, died to give to you as a gift. Why, why are you refusing brother and sister? Why are you refusing a mother, father? Why are you refusing <coughs> my young Brandon? Why are you refusing something the Lord Jesus Christ died to give it to you as a gift? Give it as a gift. It's called a gift of what? Of the Holy Spirit or the gift of God to us. Hmm? God will send his son to die to, so that we can receive this gift. Gift. Hallelujah. Gift. You see, you see, the Bible said, now when they heard this, the word took their heart and they asked Peter and, and, and apostles, the rest of apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter said, repent and baptize every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this promise is unto you and the children all that are part of us, many as the Lord shall call. He said, now when they heard it, the word prayed the heart and the heart Peter and rest of us so men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter said, repent and baptize every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This promise is unto you and the children, all that are far of us, many as the Lord shall call. And uh, we are uh, pray that you'll be part of those that the Lord shall call to receive this gift. Very important, this gift. In the top of the Holy Spirit. I pray that I said in the same acts, it's the spirit of utterances. It gives them actual two. You can see four. Give the utterances to speak. Speak. You will give utterances. Give us utterances. Hallelujah. And the same act of the five. 
I call the spirit of judgment, judgment, as we have in John chapter 16, as in Genesis 16, 8 to 11, come go and say, well, nevertheless, it's prudent for me to go. If I don't go, the comforter will not come and carry will put the word of sin and of righteousness of judgment. It's called the spirit of judgment. And so out of the first, we see the case of Ananias and Sephiroth, their story. Then again, we see the spirit of abundance. He have brought souls. He brought souls. You can't have the Holy Spirit. You can't have the Holy Spirit and still lack. And if you, if you Christians, if the, the cleanse the community, the family, the church of God will work with God properly, will see souls coming. But because we are not working right with God, that's why all things have gone wayward. I pray that God, the Holy Spirit is with us. You'll bring God's people, people that you fold in, them to come into the kingdom. I pray that God, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, command totally. I give her praise. I give her honor. The same book of Acts, you see, is the spirit that was with the church. That because of that, the church never lack. The church never lack. They were having things in common. Things in common. If you truly walk with the Holy Spirit, well, you will never lack. I pray that God, you will be sincere to the things of God. You will be sincere to the Holy Spirit. That's why I say, let the Spirit of God richly dwell in us. I pray that God, the Spirit of God will dwell in us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. In the name of Jesus. I pray that God, Jehovah, help us. pray that the Spirit of God richly dwell in you. In the name of Jesus. In the same book of Acts, Acts chapter 8, 8, Acts chapter 8, 39. Is the joy of the ministry, the joy of inner call. You know, all of us have ministry for a child of God. Say, ask for apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teachers for the perfection of the for the work of the ministry. So, all of us, if you are Christian, have a ministry. That ministry God has given you, the one who give you the joy to operate in that ministry, the one in which you have that joy for that ministry is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. And if you see the works of the Holy Spirit, mm, the Holy Spirit, he baptized, baptized with the Holy Ghost, the spoken tongues, the prophecy of the mark of God. I said, if you look at the signs and the wonders that he performed, um, uh, but perform, you can see that I will, I will, if they say I should rename the book of Acts, I will say it's called the Acts of Apostles. So if, if, uh, sorry, I will say it's, it should be called the Acts of the Holy Spirit, not the Acts of the Apostles. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans. In Romans, I say it's called what? The spirit of holiness, the spirit of holiness. One of the, the word holy refers to that is essential moral character. The word holy refers to his essential moral character, which means he's holy himself. You see, one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is to produce holiness in the life of the believers and to cultivate the Christian character and virtue in them. I say one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is to what? To produce holiness in the life of every believer and to cultivate the Christian character and virtue on them. As I said, you, you see, you cannot have the Holy Spirit without experiencing what, what I call the spirit of holiness. You having the Holy Spirit, knowing the Holy Spirit and experiencing are not the same. Most of us know the Holy Spirit, we have no experiencing. We have no experiencing. So knowing the Holy Spirit, having the knowledge of Him and the experiencing Him are not the same. So that I'm saying, if you have Him, Eh? Well, then you have to experience this. So you have to experience what I call the spirit of holiness. Something you that will let you abhor sin. You're not, you're not like sin. You hate sin. You reprove sin. You see, reprove sin. 
Um, it proves saying hallelujah. And Romans chapter 1 verse 4, it said, and declared to be son of God with power according to spirit holiness by the resurrection and death. And declared to be son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the death. And say, you, if death could not hold you captive, you cannot have the Holy Spirit and not experience what? It's holiness. Experience is holiness. Holiness. One of the, as I said, the holiness in you, the Holy Spirit in you will help you to walk in the holiness of God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit help us. The same Holy Spirit in the book of Romans is our source of passion. Our source of what? Passion. Our source of passion. Romans chapter 5 verse 5. So let the Spirit of God share the love of God in us. Many of us are not having the passion of Christ. We are not ready to suffer to stand for Him. We don't feel Christ. We don't feel for Christ. We don't want to. We don't have that thought and reality of Christ. We don't experience Christ. Is because of we lack the Holy Spirit. That passion to die for Him, that passion to preach about Him, that passion to walk with Him, that passion to do things about the Holy Spirit, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, is lacking in the church. Is because most of you are come down for your first love, you have lose your first love, mm. lost your first love. Sorry, you have lost your first love. Is because of what you've, you've, you've lost the Holy Spirit. You don't have the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is in us, you'll give us what. You will give us that love, that passion. You will spread that passion in us. Then they, they begin to love. Our first love will rekindle. That we can love God the most. Now we don't have souls. Souls in the church because people are not willing to go and what evangelize, witness. Yes, we don't have eyewitnesses. The Holy Spirit, I pray that God, Holy Spirit help us in the name of Jesus. That we have that kind of passion. The love for Christ. The love to stand for Christ. We are sinning. We are sinning. When Paul was talking about nothing will separate him from the love of God, which in Christ Jesus, we are not talking about sin. But we want to separate us from the, 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 the list that, the list there, that go, uh, um, Paul gave the list go, Paul gave there. There's nothing. There's nothing about sin. It was about things that he mentioned, departed persecution and those things. But we want to separate us from God is sin. It's sin. We don't love him. If we love him, we will not sin against him. We will not sin. We thank God. I pray that God will give us strength. In the same Romans, Romans chapter 8 verse 2, it's called the spirit of life. It said, there is therefore now no condemnation in them who are Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh of the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. We pray that the law, we talk about this, the spirit of what? The life is the spirit of life. Now have the spirit of life, you'll be walking what? In condemnation. Pray that Holy Spirit will walk in the flesh. Walk in the flesh. Pray that Holy Spirit will fill you. In the same book of Romans, we will know him to be what? The leader. He leads us. So as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are called the sons of God. Romans 8 verse 14. Romans 8 verse 15. We will know him to be what? The Spirit of adoption produces sonship. We will not see the Spirit of bondage again to fear. By the spirit of adoption, 
crying our father or see the spirit of adoption produce sons should bring us maturity our sons be like christ so that we can be joined here with him very important join here with him hallelujah Romans chapter six, Romans chapter eight, verse sixteen. It's called a witness. Spirit bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God. It's the spirit that bear witness that we are children of God. I pray that God, you check the inner witness and check and find out whether you are truly a child of God. You jump from sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, I come to twenty one, twenty six, twenty seven. We call it the chief intercessor. The chief intercessor. He intercedes for us. Very important. Intercedes for us. Uh, well, let me take from 26, 18, 26. Likewise, the spirits also help us our infirmities. Likewise, the spirit also help us our infirmities or weaknesses. For we know not how we should pray. For us what to. But the spirit is making transition for us with groanings that cannot utter. Likewise, the spirit also help us our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Okay? But the Spirit is making intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Hallelujah. Pray that we are weak. We are weak when we pray. We don't even know how to pray. And so we said, likewise, the Spirit also helps us of our infirmities, uh, weaknesses. For we don't know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit is making intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So as we are groaning, we are groaning, we are praying to us, we are what? We are interceding. Hallelujah. Most of the cases. Okay. Then 27 said, He that searched the heart knowing what in the mind of the spirit, because he making intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He that searched the heart knows what in the mind of the spirit, because he making intercession for the saints according to the will of God. We come to that 20 Acts, Romans chapter 8, 26, 27, Romans chapter 8, um, Romans chapter 15, 16, I'll call him the, what, the sanctifier, the spirit of sanctifiers, spirit of sanctifiers, hallelujah. Sanctify. Let's go to Corinthians. Corinthians chapter one. It's called the indwelling spirit. Indwelling spirit. Corinthians chapter one, verse six, nineteen to twenty. You see what no way know you that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in the body and the spirit, which are God's. I love this scripture. I love this scripture. You say what no way know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Which is you wish you have of God and you are not your own. For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God and the body and the spirit which are God's. Are God's. And belong to God. You are not. That's why you see if you read the Bible carefully, we are doctors of, of the Holy Spirit. We are doctors. You see, we, we, don't, we don't live on our own. He owns us. I don't know why you are living on your own. You are allow the Holy Ghost to lead and guide you. You are not living if you are born again, true born again, spirit filled. Eh? Born again Christian, you are owned by God, by the Holy Spirit. He owns you. What? No, you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not on your own. Your own? If you are not on your own, you do things on your own. No, no. For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in the body and the spirit which are God's. So the body and the spirit are God's. So don't use your body for fornication and doing other things. Do filthy things, defile your body and say, I am a body. And if you hear them, they are talking, I am a body, me the body, na me the body, my family. Oh, we shall see. When it comes in his glory, you go and tell him it's your body. It's your body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
First Corinthians, that's First Corinthians chapter six, nineteen to twenty. I don't want to defeat. I want to concentrate today. Um, hallelujah. Amen. 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 First Corinthians, that's what six. First Corinthians six, nineteen to twenty. First Corinthians chapter three, sixteen seventeen. You see, no, you know that you are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwells in you. If anyone defy, if anyone defy the temple of God, him shall God destroy. The temple of God is holy. The temple you are. <laughs> I love the scriptures. It, it, you see, the scriptures must cause you to become a responsible Christian. You don't live it anyhow. You see, read and understand and become a responsible Christian. No living anyhow. Nobody telling you to do some things and think will be in a show. Some pastor is worrying me to do some things. Read and understand. He said, know you not that you are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells you. If anyone defy the temple of God, if anyone defy the temple of God, him shall God destroy. The temple of God is holy. Which temple you are? This is straightforward. And I pray that Holy Spirit help us. Help us. That if you, if you begin to comprehend and understand the scriptures well, that will live responsibly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We live responsibly as Christians. And then we will not let people blaspheme. Also because of you, the Gentiles blaspheme against my name. They talk everything they have. Blasphemy God. No, we don't, we don't suffer for Christ. We are not going to persecution so that the Spirit of God will come upon us. But rather we are sinning and the people are blaspheming against our Lord. That's the problem. Yes, this first Corinthians chapter three, verse sixteen and seventeen. Come to first Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter twelve, three is called the spirit of distribution. It distributes the, the giftings. We call it is called diversity. We see we have diversity of gifts, the same spirit, a difference of administration, the same Lord, and diversity of operation, the same God. See the Trinity working together. Diversity of uh, diversities of gifts, the same spirit. Differences of administration, the same what Lord and diversity of operation is in God. He gives the gifts, give us the gift. What is we give us the gifts? Manta was Sulia Manta. He was the gift. I love that. Who and the first Corinthians of the twelfth thirteen, he baptized us into the body of Christ. Baptized us into the body of Christ. Second Corinthians, they said the first one, first Corinthians is called indwelling spirit. The first part I, I read, mm. the second he baptized, he give us, he gave us the gifts. And then the third one, what? He baptized into the body. First Corinthians 1 is called a seal of ownership. First Corinthians 1 22. Hey, sorry, Second Corinthians 1. We are now in Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians 1 22 is called a seal of what? Our, our inheritance. Seal of ownership. It's called a seal of our ownership. Sorry. The seal of ownership. You come to Second Corinthians 3 verse 3 is the author of our life. That's the matter. Oh. Author of our life. Second Corinthians 3 verse 3. Author of our lives. So we are a piece of God written on that read by all men, not by him, but the Holy Ghost, nor the tablets of soon, but the what the flesh, heart of the flesh of men. It's called what? The what? The author, the author life. If you want to know your autobiography, contact the Holy Ghost. What you have, you are unnecessary to do. What God has written, the blueprint of your life. Check him, go to him, you have it. And if you, if you don't go, I've been saying that that day when you go to heaven, hmm, the one that they have written about you when you die, and the the one that you will write, they'll compare it and see whether they are the same. 
the one that you live on this earth. You can be a bank manager, you can be a bank manager, you can be what? A CEO of who? What, what company? You can be what, what? You can even be a president. That, no matter. If you get there, yeah, trans, if, when you die, when they write biography about you, the ones, the, what you did on this earth, fine. You will compare the one he has within heaven. And we check whether you fulfill what God says you come and do. Hallelujah. Fulfillment is very important. Purpose is very important in this case. Um, that's second Corinthians, second Corinthians chapter three, verse 17 is called the Lord. And the Lord is that spirit. What the spirit of the Lord is the liberty. It's called the Lord. Hallelujah. It's called the Lord. It's called the Lord. That's second Corinthians. Let's go to efficient, uh, Galatians. Galatians is called the promises spirit. The promises spirit. The promises spirit. Galatians 3 verse 13 to 16. It says, curse is someone who hung on the tree. He, he died on the cross as a curse so that the blessing of Abraham may come to the Gentiles. Now may we see the, the what? The gift of the, the spirit, the gift of the spirit by faith through Jesus Christ. Curse is someone who hung on the tree. He died on the cross as a curse so that the blessing of Abraham may come to the Gentiles that may receive the gift of the Holy Ghost or the gift of the Spirit by faith through Jesus Christ. So the gift of us by faith through Jesus Christ is called a promising spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Curse is someone who died on the cross. He died on the cross as a curse so the blessing of we receive the promise of the Spirit by faith through Jesus Christ. The promising spirit. Okay. Promising spirit. Galatians 3 verse 13 to 16. It's a curse is someone who died on the cross. On the cross, he died on the cross, or hung on the tree, out of the tree. Okay, someone who hung on the tree. He died on the tree as a curse, so that the blessing of Abraham may come to the Gentile, and may receive the promise of the Spirit by faith through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just emphasis on that for you to get clear. Amen. So the promise is spirit. The promise is spirit. Promise series. It's a book, Galatians 3, um, in time. It says, if you belong to Christ, you are Abraham's seed and heir by promise. If collision through between that, if belong to Christ, you are Abraham's seed by and her by promise. What are the promises? We have a lot of promises in China and temporal one. Let's go. We have in, in, in the promise of internal, internal redemption, internal purpose, and internal spirit. It's internal spirit, internal spirit, internal life, internal salvation, internal glory, internal blessing. So internal spirit is there in the promise of the internal spirit. You have it. You have the internal spirit. Prayer God will help you to to desire this internal inheritances. And the greatest of the inheritance is what? To become the divine nature. To walk in that divine nature. I pray. So Galatians, that's our first second in the same book of Galatians, we have him to what? Called the the, 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 the spirit, the sun spirit. Galatians 4 versus the sun spirit. That, that create that strong relationship with, with God. He help us to have a strong relationship with God. Our Father, Galatians 4 verse 6. Like, uh, that will, will cry, Abba Father. He, 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 he's the, he's the, he's the knot that ties us with God, that relationship. So if you want to have a very strong relationship with, with God, you must rely on the Holy Ghost. Rely on the Holy Ghost. Rely on the Holy Ghost. Very important. And then Galatians 5 between 2 is called the fruit, the fruit, character. He put the character in a Christian. He can, he, he, he produce, um, Produce the holiness of the believer and cultivated the Christian character and virtues in us. The fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5.22. He brought the character, character fruit. 
Fruit is called karata. Okay, fruit is called karata. You go to the churches, you don't build karata. How will the karata come? You must allow the Holy Spirit to help you to build that karata. Fruit karata. Galatians 5.22. When we see the, 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 the fruits of the Spirit there. Love, peace, joy, goodness, gentleness, making enterprise, loss of effect. Yes, you don't, you don't just grow, um, bear one, bear all. Yes, yes. Galatians, Galatians. Let me take you to Ephesians, and then we, we, we'll move on another time. Hallelujah. Ephesians. In the book of Ephesians, is that he is the earnest of our inheritance. In the book of Ephesians, he is the earnest of what? Our inheritance. In the book of Ephesians, he is the earnest of our inheritance. When we come to Ephesians chapter 1, 13 to, to 14. Ephesians 1, 13 to 14. Um, talk about guarantee and as earlier on the one of the our interactions has said if you guarantee something if you go now they'll say warranty the warrant some warranty the warrant something they give you time frame that if you buy the thing maybe you bought a fridge or something um they guarantee or warranty or a phone or mobile phone or something they give you time like the days some months some maybe year if you bring it with any fault, they either repair it or they give you a new one. They replace it. They give you a new one. The same to our life. We are also created by Him. And we have a time frame here. Can give you 70 years to spend on this, 80 years, 90, this as 100, even 200. If you, if you, that time frame, if you come to Him, He will heal you. If you have any problem, replace some things. Or you will make you whole. You make you whole by replacing some bones, replacing anything that is supposed to be replaced, kidney, anything. Believe him that you can do it. The Holy Spirit can do that. And we talk about him as a what? A guarantee. And if you talk about guarantee, you have to have a guarantor. And it's called a guarantor. A guarantor proof that if you saw somebody's a guarantor, he guarantees something. He makes sure that whatever, um, it guarantees when the acts is supposed to be provided, it should have it. And Galatians 3, hmm? Ephesians 3, the same Ephesians 3.20. Sorry, Ephesians 3.20 say, Now unto him that can, can, would do exactly abundantly above all that we ask and think according to the power that works on us. So now unto him that is, is able now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask and think according to the power that works in us. It's the power that works in us. Father, uh, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask and think according to the power that works in us. That power that works in us. In the same old book of Ephesians, is the seal of our heart, our redemption, the seal of our redemption. Ephesians 4 verse 30. See, that's why we say we should not grieve him. Is the one that if you grieve, you lose your redemption in the name of Jesus. You do this, you see him as a seal of your redemption. Okay. Ephesians, the same Ephesians, Ephesians 3, verse 1 to 6 is the one that revealed the mysteries of Christ to us. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6 is this, is the spirit that revealed the mysteries of Christ to us. Come to Ephesians 2, verse 18 is the access to the Father. He gives us access to the Father. And Ephesians 2, 22 is the builder of the house of God. Is the brother of the church. Is the brother of the church. Let me end here with the Holy Ghost. When I come, we we'll continue from Ephesians. We we'll go to uh, Philippians. We we'll go to Colossians. 
we'll go to our first Thessalonians, second Thessalonians, we'll come to first Timothy, second Timothy, we'll come to Titus, we'll come to Philemon, and we'll come to Hebrews, and then we'll continue. From Hebrews, we'll go to what? And that to Hebrews, we'll go to James, we'll go to James, Peter, Peter, second Peter, we'll go to first John, second John, third John, we'll come to our Jude, and we'll come to our Revelations. We'll go to all those areas, and then we'll see who the Holy Spirit, by the grace of God, this night. So this night, I want to talk about you, if we check our this in there, you see that we are talking about what, how to assess, know, or possess the future in the present. How to get it? How to get it? I know the Holy Spirit is going to help us. Hallelujah! We go to Hebrew Revelation chapter four, verse one to two. Revelation four. Revelation four. Revelation four. Revelation 4, Revelation 4 verse 1, let's stick with the 1 alone today, okay, and then even the 2 if it's possible. So after this I look and behold a door was opened in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said come up here and I will see the things which must be hereafter. So he said, well, and immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on that throne. Hallelujah. So we are talking about a door was open in heaven. Door was open in heaven. And that's where I'll start from. That's where I'm going to start from. A door standing opening way. We're talking about open way in heaven. How many, I say, how many of you are looking for open doors? Are you looking for, you are looking for open doors because you do not know the door? I say, how many of you are looking for open doors? You are looking for an open door, open doors because you do not know the door. My Lord Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. So you see, I'm starting from there. Do you know that door? The Lord Jesus Christ has your door. Many of us are looking for a door, <coughs> door breakthroughs, door should open for you. You want a door, this and that. And I'm saying that we are doing that because we don't even know <coughs> what the door will lead us to all other doors. Mm. Doors of utterances, the door of blessing, the door of other things, or mm. the great and effectual doors, okay, that have been opened. You want to get that doors of utterances, uh, the great and effectual doors, all the doors, eh? the door into your greatness, the door into your marriage, eh? All those things are, you need the one door that will lead you to all other doors. And that door is called the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. So you possess. Okay. Free revelation as we read. I said that so you possess the future and the present by stepping in. He said, let's read that pretty carefully in there so that I get it. Mm. I said, um, <clears throat> After this, I look and behold, a door was open in heaven. <clears throat> Sorry. 
and those who be in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as were a trumpet talking to with me. We said, "Come up here. I will show the things which must be be here after two." And immediately I was in the spirit. And I was saying that you possess the future in the present by stepping into the Holy Spirit. I was saying, Acts seventeen twenty eight. For in him we live and move and have our being. Okay. As certain also of your poet, own poets have said, for we are also his offsprings. If you live and move and have your being in the Holy Spirit, God help you. We possess the future, we assess and know and possess the future in the present by stepping in into the Holy Spirit. Are you in the Holy Spirit? The problem with the church is that we have the Spirit in us and we lock him there just to speak in, in tongues. That's why I have a problem with the charismatics. But, but, but we stand there. I'm not against tongues, so I speak. But that's all we need to make sure, sure. But we do not know him, but we don't know how to step into the Spirit which What I'm saying is that we do not know how to step into the spirit. Who is really the true connector between heaven and earth? He causes heaven to open over us. Understand? The problem with the church, I said the problem with the church is that we have the spirit in us and we lock him there just to speak in tongues. To make some shushu. We do not know how to step into the spirit. Who I will say he is the connector between heaven and earth for us. He causes heaven to open over us. When you are in the spirit, you begin to see things that others do not see. You begin to hear things that others do not hear. And you possess things that others cannot have. It is because we know, you know what is about to happen. Hallelujah. The problem is that we are not in the spirit at all. We don't know how to step into the spirit. But we should walk in the spirit. Most of us are not walking in the spirit at all. If you walk in the spirit, you will not desire the what? You will not desire the things of the flesh. Mm-hmm. But because we are not in the spirit, you see that fleshy, fleshy. We desire so much outside, so much, so much outside. But if you what walk in the in the spirit, hmm? walk in the spirit, we go to Galatians five verse sixteen. Galatians five verse sixteen said, "This I say then, walk in the spirit, in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh." Huh? Seventeen said, "For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary one to another, so that you cannot do the things." That you will, you will. This is very serious matter. 18, but if you are led by the Spirit, you shall not be, not, you shall not under the law. You see? So 16, say what? Galatians 5, 16. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Look at how we are fulfilling the lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes, pride of this life. 
lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, a part of this life. We are seeing the worldly, worldliness have come so much into the church. Worldliness, flesh, 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 appealing to the flesh, all the flesh. I will talk about the flesh today. You will talk about how we can get to the depths of God. The depths of, if you don't take the flesh, between us and heaven, the problem with Christians again, between us and heaven, what is fighting against us is the flesh. And we see how God took the veil away, you see. That's why we talk about the Holy Spirit is the doorkeeper into what? Into the depths of God. The Holy Spirit is the doorkeeper into the depths of God. Into the, into a, into the, into the, uh, the, the, the heaven. The doorkeeper into where we talk about the, the, the holiest of holies, the most holy, which is now we talk about heaven of God. The presence of God, the manifest presence of God. The presence of God is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, the doorkeeper is the doorkeeper. He make sure we can enter there, enter through Jesus, our Lord. He take the flesh away there. So I'm going to see. He say, if you walk in the Spirit, you not fulfill the desire of the flesh. The flesh, the flesh. And I say, between us and heaven, what is preventing us is flesh. So much flesh. We are so much in the flesh. We cannot download. We are, if you are in the flesh, you cannot download from heaven. We are out of heaven frequency. We cannot reach frequency, heaven frequency, we are out. The Bible said, First Corinthians 17, if we join with him, we are one spirit in him. If you are one spirit with him, then the spirit will take one inner man, tune it so that we can receive from heaven. We can receive from heaven because the Bible says, where our communication and our citizenship is in heaven. So we have to download from heaven. But because we are so much in the flesh, the flesh is preventing us to able to reach out, to reach it to heaven. That's the problem with Christians. And I'm seeing online the flesh collections that we have just read five to sixteen. I'll come there to um Hebrews. Hebrews you see Hebrews eight, nine verse eight. You see the we see that how the flesh is worrying us. And we'll talk about how to deal with the flesh so that we can enter into the depths of God. Hallelujah. Yes of God. Amen. I pray that the young guys that are coming, the youngest that are coming, let's come out of the flesh so much the wilderness, 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 last of the flesh, last of the eyes, and pride of this life so much materialism, materialism, materialism. We have allowed the world, the world to cut our soul. The devil has given us some unsexual desires that cannot be fulfilled. Unsexual. We cannot fulfill them. Yes, cut our soul. Instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to cut our soul, to give us a desire that will be the greatest hunger, the will of God hunger, to uh, to give God worship. We have allowed the world, um, Satan, to give us an, a cut our, cut our soul, to give us unsearchable desire. A desire that cannot be fulfilled just by one lady, just by one car, just by one job. You see, so we, 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 we want all. We are grabbing all left and right. Stealing here, lying here, lying there, doing this and that to get some wealth. To also be number one somewhere. I'm not against proper, proper blessing from God. But I would say the blessing of the Lord make it one which others know so. I mean, someone should any money part your default. Psalm 75 says, it's a promotion that's not come from peace somewhere. God is a judge. Lift one up and bring one down. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. It's not you that will it, you that want to go show mercy. 
When I say I believe in that, Psalm 113 verse 6 and 8, take the, take the poor and needy from dust and that hill and set the prison, even the presence of his people. Hebrews 13 verse if God is my helper, what can man do? You understand? Romans 8 at 1, he say, if God has not to help the son, how much we will not give her the son and everything I want? You understand? Ephesians, uh, Galatians, let me go and do this. Um, uh, Genesis chapter 15 verse 1, he say, he's my shoe. And it's the great reward. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that God is the one who blesses. I believe proper blessing. Wealth, treasure from God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But what in the flesh, flesh is worrying us. Flesh. When I'm flesh, you can't see far. We can't enter into the whole spirit. So uh, ask yourself, are you in the spirit? Have you stepped into the spirit? So that you can see the top. It's immediately I was in the spirit. It's a realm. A realm. A realm. A realm. It's a realm. A realm. But if you are not in that realm, you go to Revelation chapter 1 verse 10. You heard what um, John said. He said, I was in the spirit in the last day. I was in the spirit in the last day. That's why when I come to Revelation, I will talk about is that in Revelation, book of Revelation, one of the aspects of the Holy Spirit I will talk about is that He's a realm. A realm we have to find ourselves. Hallelujah. He said, Revelation chapter 1 verse 10, I was in the spirit in the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a great voice as a trumpet saying, Come here, um, um, Alpha and Omega, first and last, whatever I see it right in the church to Asia. Hallelujah. I was trying to go this one. And then the four, Revelation 4 verse 1 is what we talk about. They say, after this I look and behold, a door was open. I'm paraphrasing. A door was open and I heard a first voice as a tapestry talking to me, say, come here and I'll show you things that happen after. And immediately I was in spirit. So that one, you see that it was in spirit. If you go to Revelation chapter 17 verse 3, it say, it carried me in the spirit into the woodlands. It carried me in the spirit into the woodlands. It's a realm. In the realm, if you are not in that realm, you can't see deeper things. Deeper. The reason why Christians are, are shallow is why we cannot see today and tomorrow is because we are so much in the flesh, so much in the flesh. But we are in the spirit. It's a realm, a realm that will see things, see things. It's like as if you are an anointing. That's why prophecy and this is the creation of the destiny. I'll go deep into that another time. I just wanted to concentrate on this because it's not it will be plenty to be too much for us to digest. I pray that this one is enough. Hallelujah! It's a realm when you 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 see things people don't see. You 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 ask things people cannot ask. You assess things people cannot assess. It's like I will show you things that will happen year after year after. Are we in the spirit? Are we working the spirit? This is week, purification week. Are you working the spirit? If you work in the spirit, the first things, uh, that, as you said, you will not desire, you will not fulfill the desire of the flesh. That's fulfillment too. If you don't fulfill the desire of the flesh, then you fulfill the desire of the spirit. That's why I say those who mind the things of the flesh, go after the flesh, uh, to gratify the flesh, then those who mind the things of the spirit, go after the spirit, to gratify what the spirit. Hallelujah. I'll bring you to the access where your mind begin to mind the things of the spirit. How come they? How come they say that you will not mind the things of the flesh? That's where today I'm going. I want God will lift you from one level to another level in the realms where you 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 will begin with the flesh, 
where come to the soul and you come to the spirit, where your mind will now begin to mind the things of the spirit. You will bring things that will, will be, go beyond your human understanding because your mind is worrying, troubling. The flesh and the more flesh and not just the body where okay. you have a physical block and we have a spiritual block. And then let's take the physical block to be what the, the soul and the flesh are spared, and you have the spiritual block, which is what the inner man, which is the spirit. Hallelujah! You're being, you're well being. You see, what we believe every human being has a, a what a spirit possesses soul and lives in a body. So the physical block is what the soul and the body, and then the spiritual block is is what your inner man, which is the spirit. So I'm talking about that. That then the only thing that can see the two is the word. It's able for the two. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two edges of piercing, so and spiritual to mind, the of the thought and intent of the heart. So it's severe. You can take the spirit and the soul and the body apart. Okay. So um talk about the the, the soul aspect. Where now we, we 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 make sure by the grace of God, Holy Spirit will help us that the soul. Mm, Will now mind the things of the faith. You, you will mind the things of the faith. God will, God will do something. The Spirit will do something that now your mind, which is troubling you, your mind is thinking about it because your mind and your soul is where you have your mind, will, and motion. Your soul aspect is where you have your mind, will, and motion. So the aspect of your mind, the, the part of, of this, the, the soulish aspect, God will bring something up. <laughs> Then your mind will mind that thing instead of minding the flesh. So those who mind the things of the flesh go after the flesh to gratify the flesh, and those who mind the things of the spirit go after the spirit to gratify the spirit. So you mind the things of the spirit because you want it to gratify him. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So I'm going there now. I'm going there now, bit by bit, and I know the Holy Spirit will help us with that same scripture. Okay, in Revelation chapter four, verse one. Going verse of the four verse one. So bear in mind that we talk about the flesh and then the spirit. The flesh and then the spirit. This purification should help us. So that we'll not walk in the flesh, we'll walk in the spirit. So that we can download stuff. We can receive things from him. We can know where we are supposed to go. We can go far. We talk about the he was discussing he was talking to me, the Holy Spirit was talking to me about the way you have done play or you have just put away the visions he has given you, the dreams and the trances you have received. You understand? The visions, the revelations he has given you. It's very important. Very important. Things that he has shown you that you have been there and you are back. That's very important. I but I guess you let me teach you. We'll get time and teach that one properly. There are some topics I say we have, I call them demonstrative topics. Demonstrative topics. When we teach, we have to see the demonstration. You have to, it, it must be demonstrated. You see? So we need you around. So that when you receive by teaching after teaching, okay, then we'll see how the Holy Ghost will help us. Um, the manifestation of it, the demonstration of it, very important. So I call them demonstrative word topics. And I pray that now, you will not let me go deep into that now. So that we see how he has sent you into, that's why I say prophecy is like a decoration for destiny. You go find some things, go and declare some things and come back. We we'll see how that will be done. That when we are under the unction of the Holy Ghost, when I in the spirit, step in the spirit, how to be to access some things. 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray that you help us when we meet. You will demonstrate it in us and to us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So, the same revelation of the four. After this, I look and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come, Abida, and I will see the things which must be after. Two, and immediately I was in the spirit and behold, and a throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne. All that you need is this, the one who sat on the throne because he's the revelation you are going to what? Depend on. Is the revelation you are going to meditate on. The one who sat on the throne. If you get to that depth, if you get to that place, that's all. You understand? So let's go bit by bit. I know you understand. Hallelujah. 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 First of all, for us, we want to get into this place. Could the Holy Spirit help us? Mm. The, you listen to this carefully. I said, the Holy Spirit wants to take you into the depths. Depths is D-E-P-T-H-S. The depths of God. The Holy Spirit wants to take you into the depths of God. That's why I've read Revelation 4, 1 to 2. You see that I said, come, I will take you into deep, 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 the depths of God. You do that by being in the spirit. So we see how to get there. Okay. They are saying, so the Holy Spirit wants to take you into the depths of God. But he waits, he waits for you at the gates of stillness. Stillness. S-T-I-L-L-N-E-S-S. Stillness. I say the Holy Spirit wants to take you into the depths of God. But he waits, he's waiting for you. Waits you, but he waits for you at the gate of what? Stillness. How do we get to the gate of stillness? Because he's waiting for us to send us into, into the depths of God. So how do we get to the gate of our stillness? S-T-I-L-L-N-E-S-S. How do we get there? Let's see how we get there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. We'll get there. Let's see how we get there. See, I want to read some scriptures and see that when any time we get to stillness, I will get to a place of still. You see, the next thing follow the things that proceed stillness is revelation, is into depths of God, into the into the supernatural of God, into the presence, the glory of God, the manifest presence of God. And you see, anytime you you see, you have encounter. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. If you go to Exodus chapter fourteen, verse thirteen. If I don't finish, we'll continue another time. 14 um, Exodus 14 Exodus 14 Exodus 14 verse 13 it's when the Israelites were coming and the Egyptians were chasing them as he said 14 and Moses said unto the people Fear you not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will seal to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them, you shall see them again no more forever. You see, 
You see, so stand still, fear not, stand still and see the highest form of seeing, the highest form of knowledge. As I said, telling people, my school students, that the highest form of knowledge is the seeing knowledge. See, he told uh, what uh, Elisha and Elijah. Elijah told Elisha, when you see me taking, because Exodus chapter seven verse one. Well, God told Moses, see, and make your God Pharaoh. Go to Joshua, he says, see, 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 see. The highest form of knowledge is seeing knowledge. Seeing knowledge. Hallelujah. He told them, fear not, stand still, and see. That's a revelation. Highest seeing knowledge. Where we want to get into. Talk about seeing knowledge. Where you go to a, a illumination. Illumination. Deeper, deeper, deeper things. You see, you go to America, they are talking about illuminatic. Uh, that's where they got the word from Illuminati. Uh, you see the dollar on the dollar. You see that they have an eye, eye in the pyramid, eye in the pyramid. Talking about seeing, very important. Seeing the highest form one is what seeing knowledge. Hallelujah. The highest form of knowledge is what seeing knowledge. I believe in that. Is they see? Fear not, fear you not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which He will see you today. So he will show you something to see. And it come, come after stillness. So stillness preceded revelation. Stillness precedes revelation. Let's go to Namas. Namas 9 verse 8. Namas 9 verse 8. Namas 9 verse 8. Namas 9 verse 8. Numbers 9 verse 8. Let's see. Moses, uh, Moses told him, and Moses said unto them, stand still, and I will hear what the Lord will command concerning you. You see, that one too, he says, stand still, he's going to hear something. So anytime there's a stand, stillness, standing still, there's what? Revelation. There's something that's going to be, be, going to be received revelation, seeing or hearing. Hallelujah. Is that what? So, Romans 9, verse 8. And Moses said unto them, Stand still, and I will hear what the Lord will command concerning you. So, you see, I'm saying that anytime the sinner sinner precedes revelation, hearing something, seeing something, receiving something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's come to Ruth. Ruth chapter 3 verse 18. Ruth 3 verse 18. As I say, if we don't finish, we'll continue. Ruth 3 verse 18. Ruth 3 verse 18. Yes. When uh, Naomi was trying to help Ruth to get her husband. 18, listen carefully. He said, 18. Then said she, sit still. My daughter, until that know, that know, that's a revelation. Talk about revelation and knowledge. Until that know how the matter will fall. For the man will not be in rest until he have finished the thing, the thing this day. It's a kind of prophecy. She's giving prophecy. And that's why I'm saying prophecy is declaration of destiny. Destiny. Where, where did Ruth um, um, Ruth and, uh, mother-in-law, 
Where did they go? They go, we went to a place we call a, a place of destiny, Bethlehem. This is destiny, destiny, Bethlehem. And that's why I said, uh, I will not leave you, I will go with you. A place of Bethlehem, a place of bread, a place of de destiny. So, uh, Naomi was prophesying, and I said prophecy, a declaration of destiny. You're saying some things, declaration of destiny, and the destiny for Ruth was to come there for a particular purpose to be fulfilled in a life where we have our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then he, she being the one, the Gentiles, present the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Amen. So listen, you say 18, Ruth 3 verse 18. See how scriptures confirms, com, com, confirms scriptures. Hallelujah. Eh? Declaration. For the man will not be in rest until he have finished the thing this day. That's prophecy. I'm telling you. That's telling you, look, I'm telling you this, this and that. It will happen this way, prophecy. And the declaration of destiny. What's the destiny? Luz and Naomi came to a place we call Bethlehem Judah, which is called what? A place of destiny, a place of bread. Hallelujah. And to come and fulfill purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then the 18, the first part is what? Then said she, sit still, my daughter, until that know. That's what I'm saying. Still, sit still, which is what? Stillness, proceed what? Revelation, until that know how the matter will fall. That's Ruth 3 verse 18. Let's go to First Samuel chapter 9 verse 27. First Samuel chapter 9 verse 27. First Samuel chapter 9, 27. What's there? 27. Yes, I read. And as they were going down to the end, we talk about Saul, and then when Saul met Samuel, and uh, with the, the young guy, servant. And as they were going down, 27, as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, be the servant Pass on before us, and he pass and he pass on. But but stand thou still a while, that I may see thee. Ah, that I may see thee the word of God. That is that is the revelation. He said. And as they were going down to the end of the city, someone said to Saul, "Be thy servant. Pass on before us," and he pass on. But Stand thou still a while, that I may see thee the word of God. I may see thee is a revelation. So you see that stillness proceeds what revelation. Let's go to the last one. Psalm 46 verse 10. Psalm 46 verse 10. Psalm 46 verse 10. Psalm 46 verse 10. Hmm? 10. You say what? Be still and know that I am God. You see, no, see knowledge, no, be still and know that I am what I am God. Psalm 46 verse 10. So you see that sternness proceeds what? Revelation. Sternness proceeds revelation. Sternness proceeds what? Revelation. Revelation. And I want us to begin from how to get to this sternness. Because the Holy Spirit has said, the Holy Spirit wants to take you into the depths of God. That's why we read in Revelation 4 verse 1 to 2. But he waits for you at the gate of sternness. How do we get to the gate? Or how do you get 
to the gate of stillness. That's what we are trying to get. And I'm seeing that whatever I talk about stillness proceeds something revelation. That's the depths that I want to show you. Confirm that. The scripture we have read so far confirms that truly whenever the stillness it proceeds what we call revelation something and we are going to receive something that will come with prophecy. It's like something that will go. Receive over here. We have. We see. Proceed revelation. That's why we've just um, authenticated. And that we are continuing. So let's see how we can get there. We can get there. We'll start with what? The flesh. Let me try them today. If there's time, we'll finish with the flesh aspect. They'll continue from the soul. They'll come to the spirit another time when we meet. Hallelujah. Because there are a lot for us to study. Amen. When it comes to the flesh aspect, we talk about silence. Silence. S-I-L-E-N-C-E. Silence. I see. So we start with silence. We should talk about the flesh. The flesh. Hallelujah. The flesh. The flesh. Silence is putting away of outer destruction. Silence is putting away outer destruction. As I said, you see, when you do other things, the flesh will not put up a fight. But when you try to seek, begin to seek, the Holy Spirit begin to seek the things of God, the flesh will put fight. Why? Because in seeking, the flesh dies. This flesh does not want to seek. On personal betraying, it does not want to wait in. It does not want to be still. Time be over. So you be. So sorry. Time anti wa. So anti ya. So tranha. So hardy. So easy. The flesh. When I will need the flesh, I will not eat. Or your flesh. Or baby, be a be a pele to her. I do any day. Want to be a fast. Until any time, be you want to fast a small fast in pregnancy. Start fast in pet. Now, I'll be able to say, fast in pen and my osana, I don't know. I started fast in pen and my started taking bread. I started fast in pen, me yum, me yum, me yum. Because your flesh, flesh, you know, on pet, when you, you begin to fast and you are seeking, hey, you want to go deep into the, the depths of God, the flesh will put up a fight. Fight. So in silence, we do this in, in silence. In silence, okay? In silence, silence is to put away, uh, what? Of utter destruction, silence. That's why your people be quiet place to go and be silent place, silent place, a place to what to 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 be able to put away destruction. That's why sometimes when we are praying, we close our eyes. Why? So that we can what put away what distractions. We close our eyes mm-hmm. to what to to mm-hmm. we put away remove distractions in the natural. That allows you to focus on the, on the antenna. We, why, I say, why do we close our eyes? We close our eyes in order to, for you to remove distraction in the natural that allows you to focus on the word antenna. Okay, we'll come there. So we see distractions, distractions, warriors. And that's where I want to spend Maybe the rest of the time to talk about that when we come, we come to the soul, come to the spirit. We talk about distraction, distraction, distraction. We have to be focused, focused. If you don't get the flesh down, if you don't beat the flesh, Paul said the flesh that I'm talking about, that's warriors. You see that if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desire of the flesh. The flesh, the flesh is the problem between us and heaven. Flesh, so much in the flesh will not get you access to the depths of God. Hallelujah. When it comes to, so all that we have to do is take away distractions, 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 distraction, deal with the flesh. Hallelujah. Distraction. 
we come to that. Let me read uh, um, Isaiah 56 to 7. When we deal with destruction, I come to the flesh again. Isaiah 15. Isaiah 56 to 7. We talk about Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I get. I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that pluck off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. For the Lord God who helped me, therefore, shall not be... Sorry. Let me continue from there. I gave my back to the what the smiters, and my cheeks to them that pluck off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. For the Lord God who helped me, therefore shall therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and know that I shall not be what ashamed. Talk about where he said, I set my face like what? A flame. Watching straight. Watching straight. Despite things that were happening to him. Hallelujah. Despite what were happening, our Lord Jesus Christ was focused to die on the cross for us to be saved. To receive Bible. So look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who the joy set before him, despite the shame and endured the cross. Now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And your contradiction of sinners resisted to blood, we know we didn't faint. One has not been willing to faint in our minds. Hallelujah. You see, so I'll come to the mind aspect. We'll talk about the soul aspect there. You see how we can cast our mind focus on the things of the spirit. Those who mind the things of the spirit. Yes. Now we'll have to get people to mind the things of the spirit. The mining aspect, you know, the most of you don't mind the things of the spirit. Yes, you are taking your thinking and your mind aspect of it, and that's affecting us big time. And to get people to be infected, the Holy Ghost is getting their mind. You see, you are going to argue things out. You are going to be in the flesh so much, being to be in the soul aspect flesh, mind aspect hallelujah. And I pray that the Holy Ghost will help us. So Isaiah 56 to 7, we see how our Lord Jesus Christ was focused, or focused, focused, or so much focused, focused. As Luke chapter 5, 9, 51. Luke 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 9, 51. And it came to pass, when the time was come that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, when the time was come that he should be received up, he steadfastly set, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. You see that one too? He steadfastly set his face. I had a vision God revealed to me that I should tell the church, that they should be focused. And the two scriptures God gave me were these two. Isaiah 50, verse 6 to 7, 
that the revelation, the vision that I had, God said I should tell his church that this 2020, they should be focused. They should be focused. They should not be distracted. I had it, that vision by the grace of God that I should tell his people, his people that they should be what? They should be focused. This 2020, they should not be distracted. They should be focused. They should not be distracted. They should be focused. And the scriptures they gave me as I was preaching to them and the vision and I was telling them was Luke Isaiah 50 verse 67 and Luke chapter 9 51. And 51 is very important. To set one's face as in the Hebrew expression for firmness of purpose in spite of danger. If you go to the Hebrew they said to set one's face is a Hebrew expression for firmness of purpose in spite of danger. So in spite of danger, whatever happened, we are focused. So he said I should tell the church, in spite of what has happened, the coronavirus and things that have happened, in spite of danger, we should still be focused. 2020, that's why he told me, right in the vision. Now so as our preaching, telling the people very firmly, that's in spite of the danger, they should still focus. It's just focus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They just set their face. Set their face. Set their face. They should focus. Hallelujah. Talk about Take away distractions. Whatever will distract us. Distract us. Okay. Distract us. That's very important. And the problem is too much noise and loudness. Too much noise. The church and God's people have become too, and then they, the world we to see too much noise and loudness and shouting, and shouting, and shouting. This way, we need silence, 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 silence. Because without silence, distraction, there are too many distractions where we have a lot of shouting, loudness, and then what? Noisy, noise, or noise. We go to Ezra chapter 3, verse 10 to 3. Ezra 3, 10 to 3. Ezra 3, 10 to 3. Ezra 3, 10 to 3. Silence. Silence. Too much distraction. Too much noise. Too much loudness. Too much what? Shouting. 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 The church has become too much shout. They shout, shout, shout. We don't know what they are shouting for. This church is not triumphant church. A sick church in the dying world. Where people, we cannot be the salt and the light. God is saying we should be. We cannot affect lives. Eh? We, are, we cannot affect lives. We cannot shine the glory of God. What is there for us to shout about? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Ezra chapter 3, let's see what, what happened when they were building the, 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 the church. They, they built, they listen. Ezra chapter 3, 10 going. So he said, and when the builders laid when the builders lay the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the priests in their apparel with trumpets and the Levites, the sons of Asphalt, with sambas, and to praise the Lord after the ordinance of David, king of Israel. And they sang together by cause in praising and giving thanks unto Lord, to the Lord. Because he is good for his mercy and dwell forever towards Israel. 
And all the people shouted with a great shout. You see, shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord. Because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and Levites and chief of the fathers, who were ancient men that had seen the first house, other version will tell you the Solomon Temple, when the foundation of this house were laid before their eyes, wept with a loud voice. You see? So shouting, we see, we see the word shout loud here voice and many shouted again aloud for joy so that the people could not descend that's why we in this enter we need descending people descending people god raise people that the, the spirit of descending of spirits the gift of holy spirit help us to that gift of descending of spirit descending descending wisdom wisdom to descend between bad and evil good or bad the same between um, continents, the differences, to know differences, profane and unclean uh, uh, and clean things, profane things, and those things are now profane, bring difference this end time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, so that the people could not descend the noise of the shout of the joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout, and the noise was what heard all above. The noise and the shouting and the loudness of the shout. So you see, we need people that can descend, descenter, descend, 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 descend. God always people descend. That they can descend between good and evil. Hallelujah. They say, I'll come here. I'll come back to this scripture. Come back to this scripture. Let's see. Let's see. Now we pray that God will raise such people. Let's go to the first one about concerning the descending. Let me see. Nehu. Let's go to Nehu and let's see. I'm talking about the people that could not descend. Nehu. Nehu. No, it should be Jonah. Sorry, Jonah. Sorry, Jonah. Where God sent Jonah to Nineveh. Mm -hmm. Jonah, let's see the end. The end, chapter 4. Jonah, chapter 4, verse 11. And should I, he said, and should, should not I spare Nineveh, the great city, wherein are more than three score thousand persons, that cannot descend between the right hand and the left hand and also the cut. So we have some people God was talking to Jonah when Jonah was furious with angry with God. God said this and should I not spare an enemy that great city wherein are more than three six score thousand persons that cannot descend between their right hand and left hand. This problem have have people that cannot descend between their right hand and left hand. They cannot descend between bad and good. Hallelujah. They cannot descend between uh, evil and what? Good. They cannot descend. Cannot descend. We pray that God will raise people that can descend. Let's go to Ezekiel. Let me see what I will find. Ezekiel 1. Ezekiel, let's see 44 and see. Ezekiel 44. Ezekiel 44. Ezekiel 44. 
See that God raises people, people that they can descend. Ezekiel forty-four. Let me read from. Okay, fifteen, sixteen, going, sixteen. You see. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. It's in the book of Ezekiel, thirty-four. Hey, forty-four. Sorry, forty-four, forty-four. Hmm. Okay, okay, forty-four. Seven going three, seven. You see the circumcision and the heart of uncircumcision. Those people eight come to nine. Ten, let's go through. Okay, ten, twelve. Okay, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Twenty-one. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. We'll find it. Twenty-three, twenty-three. So Ezekiel forty-four, twenty-three. Okay, he said, and they shall teach my people. Talk about the the priest Zadok people. The the priest of the they are the what the priest of righteousness, and they shall teach my people the difference between holy and profane. And cause them to descend, cause them to descend between unclean and clean. This is the end time that we need people. God will raise His priests, as He said in the book of Jeremiah, raise His priests, mm, pastors, and I'll give you knowledge. Okay, these people, these priests, mm, these pastors, and God shepherds and true ones were what twenty-three, Ezekiel forty-four twenty-three. And they shall teach my people the difference between holy and profane, and cause them to discern between the unclean and clean. And that's why God raised people. If God has not raised people, we have this problem with the shouting thing, shouting thing, with shouting thing. Hallelujah. The way let me read in the Ezra chapter three, uh, verse twelve, going because of time. But many of the priests and the Levites and the chief of the fathers, who were ancient men, the old men, the people that saw the first one, that had seen the first house, hey, the Solomon one, eh, when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes, wept, wept with, wept with what? A loud voice. And many shouted aloud for joy. You see? That the young ones, they were shouting. They didn't see the old one. What we have lost. And the Aira, what we have lost. The glory that we have lost. And like one of the devil's sons, when they took the good away, instead of bringing good, he brought brass. We are replacing good with brass. We are replacing true anointing. Eh? 
eh through worship with entertainment and anointing with other things eh that's what the church has become he said what many shouted aloud for joy you see that so you could see that this time many are shouting aloud for joy what it should not be like that at all i'm not against joy the joy is in the holy spirit proper joy so that but we should know there's something wrong that's why we have a problem that all of us are not seeing so that the people could not discern this end time if look my younger people younger sisters and brothers if you don't allow the holy ghost to give that gift of discernings of spirit gift of discernings if you are not endowed with wisdom wisdom to know differences evil and good as i'm saying between times countenance then the same between what we are talking about it and wisdom and that proper wisdom from above eh? to be sharp to, to know this the same you'll be part of the people you think when they are shouting eh, for joy things are well if you go to the churches are packed on Sundays and other days and they are doing their rituals and jamboree shouting and dancing and clapping eh? instead of fruit you see leaves like the fig tree that God Jesus has cast it was not time for fruit because anytime you see the leaves the fruit are shield under the leaves when it got there there were leaves but without fruit so he cast it it's like that now see them leaves without fruit under deception hallelujah deception deception it has become like the church has become like we talk about Isaac time where Jacob the voice of who Jacob by the body of Esau deception we have voice of Jacob shouting shouting and we, de- we deceive we use the body of Esau but God cannot be mocked God cannot be deceived Hallelujah. So if God has not raised our people to discern, 13 says, so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout. See, the shouting is over, overshadowing the noise, the, the weeping, oh. And the noise was heard afar off. The noise was heard upper east, upper west, northern, Ashanti, Brafi, eastern water, central, western, greater Accra, Oti, and other the regions all. If it's a greater Accra, the noise is Asia, North America, South America, Africa, Europe, Australia. Noise. It's not proper thing. No. Hmm? At these times, and faces noise is what? A sound with irregular frequency. Noise is a sound with irregular frequency. Talk about noise. Afau. Did they normally? Did they? And Ajiba Bia did they? Into invitations in India. They are getting invitations going to Asia, North America, Africa, Europe, Australia. By the, by the beginning of January, the, every year, their diary has been booked. They know where to go tomorrow next. God cannot change it. God cannot change their timetable. They have their own personal timetable. Uh, January this, I'm going to America. 
General, this I'm going to UK. General, this I've been invited here. And they are book whether God has ordained it or not. God cannot change. God cannot come into their itinerary and change. No, 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 no. Schedules and say, no, 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 no. God cannot change. They must go. That's why they are dying with their jets. Things are happening. We do things that happen because they are not walking in the spirit of God. Leading them. It's as many as are led by the spirit of God. Hallelujah. The noise is going far, but be a jibba, be a noise, noise, noise. The day, the church has become full of noise. Because we are not silenced. Silence to take away distractions away to hear in quietness. Quietness. Do you know that the Holy Spirit is the one who reveals secrets of God? Galatians, Amos uh, 3 verse 7 says, God will do nothing and to reveal the secrets to the prophets. His people is the revealer of the secrets. And you know that scripts are whispered. We use past script. A cast secret because as some secret at your or bow asum bokono abeka crabby. So secret will say I whisper. There's still small voice, the crabbing worker. Na ye the day better na yet you know. Ye the day and we are this so much noise and shouting and this loudness. How can we hear him when he's whispering and telling us something? How can we hear? Huh? Secrets. If it's going to almost make over, almost three verse seven, the God will do nothing except to reveal to say that whatever I see revelation is about the Holy Spirit. I give him that honor and that respect. Master Holy Spirit is my Lord and Master. <laughs> it's my friend, Holy, Holy Spirit. You see, so he does the revelation. And secrets are something that I what? I whisper, whisper secrets. You can't get crabby and secrets. And the way we are shouting, and the way we are loud, huh? The way we are so noisy. Can we hear when he's whispering? Can we hear? Can we hear? Sister and brother, are you sure you have heard from the Holy Spirit? The way you are shouting in the church and dancing and jumping and sweating. So loud. Loud. Have you heard from the Holy Ghost? There's no silence. No distraction. First distractions in a way. This is our distractions. And the devil, the devil is happy when we are doing this happy. And we think we are, we are, we are also honoring God. You saw what happened when David was coming with them, with the tabernacle. Where they were dancing, dumping, dancing. God was unreal with them because what they were doing was not right. It was not supposed to be on a new cart. It was supposed to be upon their shoulders. God was already annoyed, but they were jumping. Just don't be deceived. You think you are jumping, dancing, sweating, and shouting. God is with you. The whole man after God's own heart, he didn't tell him. When they were coming with the tabernacle, when they went for the tabernacle and they were coming, instead of putting on Purnashida and they put on new car, God warned them, there's no put on anything. They just, what, carry it. And they were not carrying it. God didn't tell him. And again, when the guy was about to touch it, God said they should not touch it. He didn't tell him. He was expecting them to know from the scripture. God expected us to read the Bible and know. We'll go there and see what he said. They said, take your noise away from me. That's away from me. Respect. The, the, the man of this one had to know. Well, I expect you to know this thing. This thing. He said the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two edges so of person, so in spirit, joint the man, the sinner of the thought and intent of that. May the God, the Holy Spirit, if you cannot descend, don't have the gift of descending. If you don't have the that gift, may the Holy Spirit help you by the word of God to descend. No. Read the Bible, you'll know the difference. That you check. And if not, be careful because they're shouting. Eh? The shouting was talking about is louder. See, it's overshadowing the weeping. 
those who are weeping that have lost the rare thing, we've lost the rare worship, we've lost the, the righteousness and holiness. Huh? Huh? We've lost the, 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 the true call of God. Holiness, righteousness, purity. We've lost the walk in the spirit. We've lost the tongues and then the prophecies. We've lost the, 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 the divine contest. A spiritual relevance. We we'll see the touch and a kakrifi will be a krifia. Once will be a krifia, no one krifi. Eh? Will be a spiritual. Eh? Why no one spiritual idea? Eh? Woman won't. It's a kakrifi will be a krifia. Oh, what's wrong? Oh, but the minister done. What's our pie? Hey, what do we have? No, 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 Okwa je mike ni watu wapinti na nunyi na Nensanis Ha Ha Our celebrities they wanna have They'll tell they go to church Mba miti yo mwa celebrities ni nse mwa yabaya Omwa chose Do we go to church We don't even want Omwa mkwa sore get up We say We go to a big church in that Big church And I don't want to mention the name Big church How We've lost the real thing And this is where the weeping must come it's when the soul, the foundation of this one, talk about the Lord Jesus Christ as the foundation, that we are fapping my to see. This is the foundation. Paul said, there's no any other foundation that we can lay except the Lord Jesus Christ. The one that has laid, which is Christ Jesus. First Corinthians chapter what? Some uh, 3, 3, 9 to 12. Go there, you see that foundation. And that foundation is that one pastor, apostle, prophet, in fact, you teach Amujinaso. Is that foundation which is Christ Jesus Christ as you have built your ecclesia, your community, your church? Uh, I don't want to talk about because the church system cannot be on that foundation. So if it's true ecclesia, then I'll talk about that. But I'm asking where you are worshipping, where you are fellowshipping, is that foundation, the foundation that Paul is talking about, no any other foundation that we can lay except the one foundation which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that foundation you and your church people, uh, the body of Christ are standing on? Is that foundation that you have in your home, your marital home, your home, your marriage, is that was is it built upon that foundation? Are you building your marriage upon that foundation? Your work is it upon that foundation? Your ministry is that foundation? Your purpose and destiny, everything is on that foundation. What foundation we are talking about? And that foundation is the Lord Jesus. They say when they saw the foundation, they saw the foundation. Bible says saw the foundation because they talk about first and they said that ten. Ezra 10, talk about when they saw, well, when the builders laid the foundation, you see, <laughs> laid the foundation of the temple, and when it come to the eleven, you said in the, when they, they, they praise the Lord because the foundation of the house has been laid, but the many of the priests and the Levites and the chief of the fathers, who were the ancient men that had seen, ah, the first house, and when the foundation of this was laid before their eyes, they were, the eyes wept with a loud voice, weeping, weeping. We have to weep. We have lost the real foundation. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Master Savior. Jesus Christ is the foundation. So that wept a loud, a loud voice wept with a loud voice many shouted this is the many we talk about you see but many shouted aloud for joy 
so that the people could not descend may go rest the sentence read the sentence be part of that descendants so you know that you'll be deceitful you go to your church and say and then they see what i'm sorry how the engineer and equal people be here with we are yet shouting you be here yet yet jumping or the way of the ass and that will be said you could dear sour sorry just because that's happening hallelujah so that the people could not descend the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people ah you can but I pray that you can descend we will give you that power may you use the word of God to descend you have that gift to descend for the people shouted with a loud shout the people that are shouting they are plenty voice people that are shouting to you yes do this and that and go away from God there are many you many and the noise was heard afar off plenty but there is a far off far off Far off, far off. Talk about that foundation, foundation. Far off, far off, far off. The noise. I'll go into that. You meet it next time. We'll go into that. Deep into that. Go into that. Hallelujah. Deep into that. Okay. So let me read this and of course we'll come to back to that. That foundation of 21st Corinthians chapter 1, 3, um, 92 of you see that's there. Paul talk about that foundation. Let me read that foundation. Foundation. Eh? Is that foundation? Foundation? Um, we'll go right now. We'll finish right now. Okay. I'll end today. No, I've taken your time. No Foundation. Yes. Foundation. First Corinthians chapter 3, 11. For other foundation can no man lay than that is lay, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is that foundation that you find in your church, um, foundation that you find in your home, that you are building your marriage on, foundation that you are building your children on, that foundation that your work, your job has been built on, that's very important. Hallelujah. Very important. Hallelujah. Important. Let me read this. Then we'll go. So I talk about when they were building the temple, we talk about the temple, the new temple after the first one, have been destroyed. The young people who did not see anything before, who believed that this is it, were celebrating. How would you have to celebrate? The, the, the Bible say they shouted, but it says that the old men who had seen the former temple wept because they, they said this is not it. We have lost something. How, how come? That nobody is conscious that in spite of all the, situ- the situation which we find in a lot of the churches who ought to grieve for the what affliction of Joseph. I'm talking about how come that nobody is conscious. Many of us are not conscious of what you have lost. I'll end here today. That may God help us. Now we deal with this, the, we deal with the flesh, the silence aspect. We need the silence. We need the silence. We need the silence. That we can hear the Holy Spirit. We want to send us in depth by waiting at the gate of our stillness. We'll continue another time. We'll come to amplification. May God bless you. Heavenly Father, thank you for people. I pray that God will take them away from this noise, this loudness, and this shouting. That there will be silence in their place. As we are waiting upon you, that you can hear your voice. 
the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, He can talk to us. I thank you. I give all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you all. God bless you all for listening to me. Okay. Amen. Thanks.